Episode 3 of the Cultural Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This week we talk about Milan keeping the momentum rolling. Gattuso's looking good. Snowy affair in Torino sees Juve Atalanta snowed out. We'll talk about what that means for both clubs. Another VAR nightmare this week. And yet another episode of racial abuse among Italian fans. We talk about all that this week. That and some questionable betting decisions. Stay tuned for another great episode. In questo mondo di ladri e di figli d'arte, i rapper di oggi ti fanno le scarpe. Esco dallo studio con il master chef. Calcio podcast, episode 3. Sam Adamo, Nick Gianaletti, how are you? What's up, man? How was your week, buddy? Yeah, you know what? Pretty good. Exams are done. Uh, March break around the corner. It's around the corner. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty busy week for me. Um, have have midterms for uh, for the next couple of days, but this is, this is a nice little, uh, nice good little escape from. From uh, from the from the horrors of uh, of university. This from is the L's. Our, yeah, this is this is uh, this is our happy place. No L's, no L's. This is a uh, no, 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 not 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 in the slightest. It's comeback season. After, after anyway. Um, so uh, San Gennaro is with us. He uh, he'd like to welcome you guys as well. He's uh, he's he's looking over us on this uh, on this third episode of the Cultural Podcast. Nick uh, Nick uh, whipped up some coffee tonight. Channeling his inner his inner Claudio Marchisio and the mocha, classic. Stole top. If Stole you uh, drink. yeah, if uh, if anyone doesn't know what I'm referring to, uh, if if you haven't seen the the Juve Netflix special, um, I'm actually not gonna sing the the series's praises because it wasn't it wasn't actually that spectacular, but it's it's definitely it it is definitely worth check, giving a, giving a look. Uh, wasn't long check. enough. Well, it's it's definitely worth checking out if you are a, if you are a fan of Serie A or just football in general. I hope it's something that Netflix can do for the next what couple was of years. It? For, it was it was three episodes, for most big clubs. Three episodes, forty minutes each. Yeah, it was so for almost half the season. It was a bit short, in my opinion. Yeah, so so if if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, Netflix recently released. Uh, basically, they've been following Juve around for the first half of the season, just kind of. They they claim to they claim that they were gonna give. Give fans a, a like kind of an inside access into the lives of players and training and stuff, and I was hoping it would be very intrusive and I don't know. It was it was a little it was a little too polished in my opinion. I would have liked to have seen some swearing and allegri ranting in the dressing room, kind of like kind of like HBO twenty four seven a few years ago. Like I wanted to see Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, I wanted to see Max Allegri, F-bomb. yeah, channeling his inner Bruce Boudreaux, just swearing at the guys, but. Mm. Whatever felt like a bit of a PR thing to be honest, but it was still quite interesting to see uh, to see the. I liked it. I mean, yeah. other than the length, like I liked it. Like so, yeah. So so Claudio Marchisio uh, made the bold claim that uh, that uh, il vero caffè si fa così. The way Nick just made it for me. So he's right. Nick's Nick's a great guy. He's right. But uh, Nick Nick, you were very uh, you were you were very observant. You said that uh, as as Marchisio is making, he's he's whipping up a traditional coffee. Well, yeah, the guy the guy has an espresso machine in the back. I don't know what that's all about, but. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll give him a pa- we'll give it we'll give it Principino a pass for that. I have the, I have that too, but you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this 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 is good. Um, good stuff. So um, we'd uh, we'd like to we'd like to just apologize for not for for coming at you guys a day later. Um, again, like we mentioned, 
it's it's been a bit of a university problem. Yeah, university problems. You know, we we've had I, I had a big, couple big of problems. I had a big day today at school. Had a had a midterm, so didn't want to didn't want to record our episode yesterday Monday night to have it up for Tuesday. Instead, we're putting it up uh, tomorrow. Will be Wednesday, February twenty eighth. So thanks for your patience. We really do appreciate it. Um, also, uh, we are now on Twitter. We are uh, we're officially up on social media. We're very excited about that. We've got a nice. Uh, we got some nice uh, feedback this this week on a couple of po- on a couple of polls that we Sam posted. loves his polls. <laughs> huh? uh, yeah, you, you, it's, it's great. You got to got to know what the people are. Uh, got to get the fans interacting. Yeah, yeah. We we definitely need to find Good a way stuff. to get to get people more inter- get more, get people more interactive on Twitter. But yeah, definitely do give us a follow on Twitter at Calcio Podcast, where we will continue to be posting polls, uh, just about Calcio in general, about events that. That, that make fun come up stuff. over the course of the week. Fun stuff. Yeah, GIFs, memes, uh, fun stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, please please give us a follow, and um, that, that'd be great. We'll, uh, we'll continue to post good stuff for you guys. So, All Nick, right. Uh, so let's move on to... Uh, it was an interesting weekend. In move the, on to the big matches. Yeah, right? this weekend. Yeah, so which one do you want to start off with this week, buddy? I need to start off with uh, with my Milan. I I'm need shocked. to. Yeah. Um, Genoa wow! For real, man. What a performance! I, uh, what a perform! Roma looked terrible. Talk to me. Uh, Milan looked incredible. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 Roma looked like absolutely like they looked like garbage. Honestly, they, two clubs oh that have God. really I, I, maybe a bit harsh on Roma, but two no, clubs, they, two clubs, two clubs that are kind of trending in opposite directions right now. Roma, who started off the season all right, they they they've kind of been toward the top four. Pretty consistently, but it looks like they may have to. They may have to fight pretty hard to, to hold they, on to the look. They look. They look stagnant. Places. They look stagnant. Um, th- no real. No, like in the first ten minutes, like I think Under had a had like a, a swerving whip shot on goal that yeah, Daruma had that. to dive and save for. But honestly, like, he has looked good though. We mentioned him last week, and he scored in the Champions League again last week. Big shout out to the Undertaker. But otherwise, he was. Uh, yeah, but Roma looked absolutely terrible. Um, Milan looked more fit. Um, you know, just they ran them ragged. You know, uh, Cutrone, the guy, the guy, all he does is score goals. Again, uh, I don't know how many times they're all the same too. They're they're disgusting. They're all the same goals. I mean, Suso, like you know, it's 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 almost like he he just he just he puts anything in the goal mouth in. That's but that's the thing. If Cutrone gets the if he gets the service, it's going in. So it's just. like again, like the guy has—he's twenty years old. Crazy and he has, numbers for he a guy. He has fourteen age. goals and thirty-two appearances across all competitions. I don't want to sound like a, like a dick or something criticizing one aspect of his game, which is if he doesn't get service, he's not—he's not much of an impact player, and and yeah. that's fine. It that's doesn't fine. matter though. I he's not—it's—it's well, it's, it's this he's player. Not he's not flair. Yeah, he's, he's not that complete forward who's no. gonna cut. But that's fine. He's also uh, twenty. He could he could definitely emerge into that type of player because yeah, he definitely does sure. have a great knack for sure. being in the right area at the right time. Kind of like we've seen Cristiano Ronaldo over the years, you know, adapt, change his game. Sure, he's not the same player as he was at United. He's a bit more of a poacher now. Don't see why at twenty years old you can't have him become more of a complete player with the right coaching. Uh, it's just he's not that complete player right now. So no. I like I I know we spoke about this last week. Gattuso said people need to just like you know calm down a little bit on him. Like the guy scores goals. But let's not make him out to be, you know, like the the best striker in uh, Serie A right now, the best Italian. Because I still think Immobile is better. I, but, I, I I tend to agree with you. I think most people would. But yeah. But man, that's that's, that's, that's definitely so why. So excited! I love this kid. 
Um, Still no news on if he has a girlfriend to uh, to help him relax and, and ease off the. Uh, we will update you on that. Jeez, yeah, but, no, no uh, kidding. But Nick, Nick, seriously, when was the last time you saw a guy uh, his age put up the numbers that he's been putting up? So he's basically put, been putting in a goal every. He's like in the, every two in the games. world. No, just just in Italy. I I, I can't think of any since Balotelli. To be honest with you, even at that, I don't even think he has his goals per game were were you know similar to Cotrone's, but. Well, when Balo was 20, I we don't have the stats in front of us. When Balo would have been 20 years old, we would have been a little bit younger, so I'm not exactly sure, to be honest with you, but I know that he was doing quite well and tearing it up when he was 17, 17 18, 19, 20, uh, to the point that he was he was, he was was a mainstay in their team. Uh, he wasn't necessarily starting all the time, but again, he was he was definitely getting into the team. And I, yeah, I, I don't know that I've, I don't know that I've ever really seen someone his age put up the type of numbers that he's been putting up, one goal every two games consistently. For a very long time, so Milan two nil over uh, Roma. Calabria with the second goal, and it's just it's incredible to me how the youth movement. After you spent two hundred million euros, that so the three the three players involved in the goals. I mean, other than Kalinic, who assisted uh, Calabria's second goal, uh, or the second goal scored by Calabria. So Suzo to Cutrone for the first goal, and then Calabria scores the second goal. How after two hundred million. Euro spent that it's it's the mainstays the old the the, the Milan products. Yeah, yeah, I'd hardly call them the old guard, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But, I love it. Uh, Romagnoli getting a getting a nice win against his former club, who he's uh, who he he never ceases to, to. He said today was a Lazio fan. Today he said it years ago when he signed for Milan. Did you not I see? Fell that? off my chair. If you if 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 um, any of you listeners have not. I've not seen the, the the picture of of uh, of Romagnoli that he posted after he signed for Milan a couple of years ago. Uh, was it Milan or Sampdoria? I think it was when he signed for Milan. He he just posted this cheeky selfie on on Twitter. He's got this. He's he's he basically he's wearing. So he oh yeah with the Roma with the Roma with the no, um, with a Lazio shirt. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Alessio Romagnoli's what twenty two years old. He's a great young Italian yeah, defend, defender. Um, yeah, he's twenty two. He's he's from the city of Rome and he grew up playing for Roma and he he got into their team when he was a teenager and he was sold to Milan a couple of years ago. He posted a selfie in a Lazio shirt right after right <laughs> you talk about burning a bridge. He, he right after he's signing funny. for the club. He's a funny guy. Yeah, but my god, oh, he was getting death threats and I think uh, his family didn't have a very easy time after that. I actually heard some news about like at the time how how his family were getting uh, were getting threatened, and he just had this look on his face like, eh, "What are you gonna do?" Come it wasn't mean spirited though. Like, just, I, I, he, well, no, he, he's just pissing around. He, he was he he he's, he definitely he he doesn't cease to uh he never ceases to 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 stop pissing off uh, the Roma fans. So right, he's he a great got player. the last laugh on the weekend, and he's a great player. I wonder how much uh, I wonder how much of an influence Gennaro Gattuso has on the young players at Milan who have come up through the Primavera, just because they would have grown up watching him and with with. The myth and the legend of, of of that great club from ten years ago that he was so in, that he was so he was such an well, look, he was such he an was, integral part of. I wonder if the fact that he's the one who's spitting this motivation at well, them. Look, he was I he was hired. Is, but. He was hired to be the Primavera coach. Yes, so like obviously, true. obviously, when evaluating him as a candidate, you know, being able to coach younger players was probably. You know, or being able to motivate and, and stuff like that was one of the criteria they had. 
no that doubt. checked the box off him. So I'm, I'm not the surprised fact that he would have played for the club too, for the yeah, so for not, the youth. But exactly. So I'm not surprised that the the young players are. He's getting the best out of the young players. That's what he was brought to do. But I mean, Cutrone and Calabria, yeah, but Cutrone and Calabria in particular have have looked really good the last Very. couple of weeks, and not just because they scored this weekend, but they, they they've been they've been doing pretty well. I wouldn't even be surprised if Calabria were to get a call up to the national team. That may be enough. Whoa, that may be whoa, a bit whoa. of a stretch. And that's a but, stretch. Yeah, you, you, you say that, but what do we have not to yet. what do we have to lose at this point? We talked a lot about the national not the last a, couple of weeks, but I can see it happening in the future. The point is Okay, future, but not anytime soon. He's not a complete enough player. Regardless, the, the youth I players in Milan I think are, are definitely responding positively to uh to uh to Gattuso, and I wonder how sustainable it is, but um for now, you know, good on him, man. Credit words to Live in the moment. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, oh yeah. For, for the next uh, for the next 24 hours, uh, you can get at us on Twitter. We actually just posted a poll that Nick was making fun of me for, for putting up, but uh, on on whether or not you think Gennaro Gattuso can continue the success and if he should be taken on full time as manager. I think at this point you probably roll the dice and keep him on, but you know why not? Maybe you think it's too early to to tell. Get sign, you sign him to you sign him to a one or two year contract. You know nothing ridiculous. Yeah, but, he, uh, I mean, it was supposed to be a quick fix, but I, I think I think you gotta you gotta roll with it at this point, man. So. You live in the moment right now. I, I prefer them not focus on an extension right now. You 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 just you go with the flow right now. You're in good form. You keep going. I enjoy it. I enjoy it while it lasts. So next game, we're gonna talk about Napoli five, Cagliari zero. What another it, day what, at the what office. Say about it? Yeah. I need to. I need to apologize to Mario Rui because in the first episode, I said it was going to be the first and last <laughs> goal he scores for the rest of the season. And this Just, guy, <laughs> I think he was watching a bit week, of Jack Mario, Rui, yeah. Mario Rui this week, what's going on, man? Bent a beauty what, over the wall. What's coming to? For the fifth goal of the game, so to add insult Napoli to injury. Napoli beat 5-0 and he got the last one. I think at that point, Napoli basically packed it in and said, all right, have a go. Go for crazy, it. Crazy, crazy goal. But uh, I don't think there's much to say there. They destroyed them it's Cagliari it's Napoli there's nothing to say there Napoli so, now take a, a four point lead over yeah. Juve with uh, the postponement of their match at Atalanta this weekend uh, this is it's a little bit weird man because I mean I if, so it was postponed because of weather yeah because so 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 Juve and Atalanta were supposed to play on Sunday and there was I mean by Canadian standards you know, not nothing too crazy. There were there was a couple of centimeters of snow, but they just you know I don't know any, anywhere outside of anywhere outside of Canada or like northern Europe you see snow and it's like no one has the no one has the means to deal with it. No one knows what to do. Um, to be fair, the, the the pitch was pretty covered with snow. Yeah, and, for their uh, standards, it was a pretty good amount of snow. Listen, uh, so so yeah, so so Atalanta were supposed to play Juve and the game got canceled and it's getting postponed probably to March thirteenth or fourteenth, which will be a midweek game in two weeks time. The thing is, now Juve have to go into two match weeks before that, knowing that they'll be behind Napoli chasing them. And I don't know, it, it's kind of like, I, I almost feel like any time when you have like a two, when you have a two horse race like it is right now in Serie A, like between Juve and Napoli, right? At the top, who have just been separated by a point for quite some time now. I think any time that the first team is going to win, right? So they, so say Juve plays on Saturday, they win, put the pressure on Napoli. Napoli are definitely going to feel that pressure on Sunday, but you know, whatever. You deal with it. It's only a day. This prolongs that process to two weeks now. Personally, I think this is going to be in the back of my mind as a UEFA fan, and that's going to be bothering me a little bit. But by the same token, this could benefit us on a number for for a number of reasons. One being that uh, Higuain is still injured, so he could be coming back in two weeks' time from his ankle injury. Bernardeschi may be coming back too. Um, so uh, we're not we're not at our healthiest right now. So that could benefit us. 
But Atalanta were going to start like a scrappy team, man. They uh, Yeah, that was embarrassing. Like had the had the weather not been a factor, I mean, we 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 would have probably run away with it no doubt. Well, look, to so. to prov- to provide context, it's because well, I mean, because this is what we think anyway. This is what the media thinks. Well, it can only is be that because because tomorrow, February 28th, uh Atalanta and Juve are playing in the Coppa Italia, which we're going to touch on a bit later. Uh, but and they had also just come off the back of that of a Europa League Dorfman. fixture, yeah, so Thursday, you know they've kind of figured. Which we'll also talk about later, but which they kind of figured, you know, we were going to lose this game against Juve, so we might as well rest our players and try to get a result on Wednesday. Yeah. So they threw out a bunch of, I guess you could say, to the average soccer fan, you would not have known anyone on the pitch. Probably you have to be a pretty diehard Serie A fan to have to have known most of the players on the pitch. I don't know if you want to maybe pull it up, Sam. That like projected lineup or what they the were starting, gonna feel. The starting lineup from a couple of days ago was yeah. definitely not. Uh, so I don't it know. Was, if it was a shadow of of. of there of, was a lot of youth players in there, so of who they normally play. You know, maybe for for entertainment purposes, maybe it was better that the game got postponed. But um, Here, here's the thing: like in a game like that, it's it's dangerous because what can happen is even if it's like a young Atalanta Primavera team, if the conditions are that deteriorated. I mean the the entire quality, you know, the, the quality that Juve has over Atalanta in that case, boom, it could go out the window, right? It could become a shit show whoa, and whoa, 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 out the window. You don't know that. Well, who, who the who the fuck knows, man? It, it, when it's snow, when it's snowy like that, I I have uh, I have flashbacks to that game in Galatasaray. Yeah, but you, is that gonna turn a, is that gonna turn a primavera player into a guy who can like score a goal from like twenty five yards out the box or something? You, you don't like know. That? You don't know what could happen. Maybe maybe you know you have a hard time holding the ball up. What what what, what if? No, what if you, I I understand drop, that something unpredictable can happen, but like to say that all. The talent it would have been a, go out been the a, window. I don't know about that. Listen, I, it would have been it would have been a massive scandal if that game went on and if uh, Atalanta were able to get a result because of the poor playing conditions. In any case, we play them uh, tomorrow, so in the Coppa Italia, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, you know, pros and cons, pros and cons to uh, to this game being postponed for Juve. But I don't know. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne wrote an article for the Players Tribune last week. Really good. If you haven't uh, checked it, if you haven't checked it out, it's called. Uh, it's called Even God Loves Napoli. Uh, God as in being a reference to Maradona, Dios, spelt like 10, D10S. Um, maybe he's right. Maybe, uh, maybe, God, maybe God does love Napoli and maybe, uh, maybe he was looking out for them there. He's just trying to put a little psychological pressure on Juve. Yeah, but look, San Gennaro, another, looking out for them. Yeah, but look, look at it on the, on the other way, on the other side. It's kind of like Juve has a game in hand now. And like, what if Napoli ends up slipping up and drops three points at one point, and, point. and Juve can like close the gap Which. between one or two points with an extra game in hand? That becomes a, a psychological advantage to Juve. So it could work either way. There's, there's a little bit of game theory involved here, I think. But yeah. I mean, but anyways, we'll see what happens. Should so, be, uh, so i convocati di Gasperini from two days ago. Uh, this was. Sorry, those. That was just the. Uh, that was. The, the roster that was available. Anyways, while you look for that, go, I got it. Golini, you got it? Yeah. So Mancini, so Golini and goal. Fine. He's he's. Go. I want to see how many of these guys I've actually heard of, and I, like I'm okay. pretty knowledgeable. Okay. So I'll read you the eleven. So yeah. Pierluigi, Pierluigi Golini, who okay. you've heard of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Toloi. Yeah. Mancini, you've heard of Mancini. He scored recently, right? No, actually, I haven't. Palomino, Castagne, Derun. Castagne, know, yeah, Derun, yeah. Uh, Melegoni, Gosens, oh. Haas, Rizzo, Cornelius. Wow. Okay, Cornelius, yeah, but uh, the rest, no. So about half the team is is random youth so, player. So whatever, maybe Atalanta get a pass here. Be, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't think they would have hated. I don't think they hate. I don't think they hate having a break this week after after the emotional, the emotional tie uh, 
in Bergamo last week against uh, against Dortmund in the Europa League. So whatever. Um, that was on, a, on that note. Yeah, that was wow. a pretty uh, that was a pretty a, wild game. Yeah, for I mean, some good reasons, some very bad reasons. Yeah, there there was some pretty un- there were some pretty unfortunate reports that emerged from the game that we'll get to a little bit later about about the Atalanta fans or ultras giving uh, giving Michi Bachuai a hard time. Um, hard time uh, is understating. You know, uh, Bachuai alleging racial abuse having taken place, something which we've seen too yeah, but often. But yeah, look, look, it's, hold on. It's, it's not. It's not allegations. It happened. They they got chart. They got slammed by uh, by UEFA. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's whether, not. It's whether, not whether, allegations. Whether or not charges have been laid, I'm not surprised when that sort of thing happens. And I I don't really think twice. To, I don't really question it. To be honest, I just kind of assume that it was. Kind of assume that it's correct. I mean, it's not great to, you know. The whole concept of being guilty till proven innocent isn't exactly uh, doesn't maybe do people justice in a lot of cases, but I mean, this, given our track record as a, as a, it pisses me off because whatever because well, we'll get to that later. But well, no, look, well, yeah, I want to yeah, 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 touch yeah, on it now go, because go. it, it, it right, angers right, me right, because you're right, you're right. because a lot of a lot of people who don't who aren't dedicated to watching the Serie A, so I want to say like a lot of the casual you know, soccer fans are like people who watch EPL, especially like in North America, because it's the most readily available league because it's, it's usually on the, let's say like in Canada, it's on TSN I would in the U S it's on NBC. Whereas, you know, some of the like La Liga Serie A are on premium channels that you have to pay like an extra amount for like be in sports and stuff. So, so Europa league, which is on in Canada, TSN. So a very readily available channel is Atalanta would be a team that these casual fans only watch in this kind yeah. of competition. And already a lot of people, people like you associate the Serie A with like, uh, with fan violence, which they should when it's deserved. And they associate the Serie A with, you know, uh, racial problems, you know, from Muntari to Boateng Balotelli, to Balotelli. That went viral years ago. So that, was, that made big news. This just like, this confirms to them whether or not you know their beliefs are true uh, i don't even know that it's a confirmation bias i think it's just a compliment i think it's just it, it it's, does it's, like it's, 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 it's true it's true that's a we we that's love a this we love this league and like atalanta is such a good story like a team that most people like everyone knows a milan and it was a great it was a great game it was a heartbreaking loss for them we're not even talking about that right now because exactly this over on. this ends up overtaking what happened like like i was just gonna say uh like you know the the casual fan knows a Milan, a Juve, and Inter just because of the history. They don't know an Atalanta. So then when they see us like a smaller club in the Europa League, you know, playing against uh, Dortmund, it should be something. It should be something that that people like are are excited to see and they like want. They're happy to talk about a good performance. But what ends up being talked about? That this, idiot this fans community. are making monkey chants in 2018 at Michi Bachuai. Uh, I, I would argue. I would go a step further. And this is why a say, lot of people don't want to watch this area. I would. I would go a step further and say it's not just casual fans of North America or Australia, wherever you know, just people who are outside of Europe, right? Who maybe don't have the same access to to watching uh, a wider breadth of matches in Europe beyond the Premier League. I would argue that even fans in England look at this sort of thing. You know, they who are very isolated and who are very hung up on their own league which yeah. you know is is understandable right it's a great it's a great league it's very competitive fine but i think i think that even that people like in your in, in europe in england and in, in even in i don't know just, i i think i don't think it's just a north american thing I, I think it looks bad on city as a whole across the world it doesn't just have uh, adverse effects on quote-unquote the casual fan i think even real football fans 
in Europe. No, oh, yeah. Just look at this sort of shit and say, yeah. you know what I mean? I, oh, I agree I didn't with you. mean you're, that you know, it I know, mean, I know, I know. You're right. I would take it a step further and say, no, you're right. It's an even, it's an even more Fucking damning. Joke. It's an even more damning. Uh, I mean, it's it's an even more damning. Well, what's the word I'm looking for? It it it, it doesn't it doesn't look good on City on a number of levels beyond just the casual fan, unfortunately. Um, so. Yeah, so look, so the specifics of the charges aren't out yet because I think there's still investigations going on, but it's 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 evident that there will be. Um, so I'm reading here the uh, the Italian team, so it's Atalanta, has been charged of violating several UEFA disciplinary and safety regulations, including racist behavior, on top of setting off illegal fireworks, throwing Whatever. of objects yeah, on the really, field, really blocking the fireworks. No, but happens, it just, it's but a bad race, look. It's yeah, a bad look. The, I don't know. I think I actually think some some. F- some fans don't even mind that sort of thing. Like in England, I wish I, th- I think a lot of fans wish that they had a little bit more of a, a, r- a right to go crazy. I don't even know if they have a lot. A lot of the big stadiums in England don't even have standing sections. I understand that. The, the big thing there is racism. Obviously, that, that's just ridiculous. It's disgusting. And you, you know what? Okay, hang on. Fuck this. Strons of the week. We're we're issuing it now. We're issuing it like half an hour early here. Do it. We're, we're halfway through. We're like not even halfway through the Do episode. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna issue it right now to the uh, Atalanta idiot. To the idiots, the the ultras fans, I don't know, I don't know who the hell it was. Anyone who's at that stadium who racially abused Michi Bachwai, good on you. Clap, clap, clap. Fuck Thanks a you. lot. Thanks a lot uh, Assholes. for, for uh, making your club and your country look great. That's that's much appreciated. And it's like it's black Strons, history and it's Strons black history week. month on top whatever, of it. Whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't think they really give a shit about that in Italy. It's yeah. kind of a, it's, it's an American. Im- I don't know if it's an American invention. Whatever, it's fucking idiots. Yeah, Strons of the week uh, goes to goes to the Atalanta fans who uh, there's who, no room who embarrass for themselves in, uh, in our league and our country this week. So thanks a lot. Embarrassing. Uh, that one's a no brainer. Let's talk about the game. Um, I mean, what can you say? Atalanta got the one nil pretty early on. Had their chances to go to go further up. Didn't capitalize. When uh, when they went into this game in Bergamo last week. It was on the back of a first leg that they lost 3-2 to in Dortmund. So they got two away goals, and the one goal that they scored put the aggregate score at 3-3, putting them uh, putting them ahead on away goals. But unfortunately, Dortmund were able to capitalize at the end of the game on, on some really shitty defending. Uh, just, just It was too bad because Papu, uh, Papu Gomez had, uh, had a chance in on goal pretty late in the game. It was after, I think, like the 80th, 80th minute or something. It was into the 80, into the, into the last like 10 minutes of the game. Had a chance to uh, to put the icing on to, to put the icing on the cake, uh, but was unable to finish uh, a, a breakaway that he had, and then Dortmund shortly thereafter came back and and again capitalized on some unfortunate some unfortunate defending by Atalanta and uh, scored. Atalanta couldn't uh, quite get the 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 goal back that they needed to uh, tie it up before go through on aggregate, which is too bad because their fairy tale ends. Obviously, I mean, there's a little bit of a sour taste has been left in our mouth because of the. The charges that have been laid against some of their fans, but I mean, whatever. That aside, on on the pitch, I think a lot of us have come to 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 cheer and respect and appreciate these players. I'm very disappointed because I product to see. on the field. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they play great football too. A lot of young Italian players. Gasparini's done a lot of good to get the results that he has out of that good team. Uh, so. That's unfortunate. Hopefully, they could be back next year. They may very well do it. Not hopefully, not at Juve's expense. Well, in, uh, I tomorrow's mean, Coppa Italia, yeah. which is it'll have to come through there on. because right now they're sitting in eighth. Uh, they're uh, it's so sixth would be the last spot, right, to get a, to try to get like a, a play in game. Yeah, unless unless like Milan wins uh, the Europa right, League, so or, like, or if you well actually if hang on a sec if Juve, Lazio, or Milan win the 
Copa. win the Copa, but will have already qualified for Europe, then it would just get bumped down. So Atalanta right. may still be in for a shot so, okay. because those three teams actually do look in to do look like they may be right. in the position. Well, Whatever. as of right now, either way, it would have been nice to have seen Atalanta move on. There's six points out, so they have they have some work to do to for try sure. to get back. Look, I think we're gonna we're gonna just yeah. round out uh, the last of the uh, of you know the big matches that yeah. happened this past. I, uh, by the way, I I am shedding into your friend Rea Petania who cannot get that uh, who can no longer get that Europa League winning goal that I predicted. That's that's unfortunate. It's another one of my many bad true. bets. Oh, your predictions are all it's already done. Jesus, brutal. Good thing you didn't bet on it. Like you bet on the U twenty ones winning the. Uh, oh the, my uh, god! Oh my god! Anyone who anyone who's listening who who knows who plays um, who plays with us on our on our on when, our when Sam on took our, our, on our Sunday week team. Okay, so okay, no, 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 no. I'm gonna, to, no, gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I need to defend no. myself first. Okay, but let me let me explain okay, it, and okay. you could defend yeah, yourself well, wait, after. Context: We have a Sunday league team. A lot of guys we've known for a long time. Some of us play competitively, but we still have this fun team that we play with with the boys in the summer and in the winter. Uh, we're called SSC, as in Società Sportiva Calcio, Bomber, uh, La Vita da Bomber. That's our that's our that's our mantra. Uh, I am, <laughs> just make that up, right now. I am the no, absolutely not. <laughs> we uh, never heard that we, before. Che fatica la vita da bomber. What work it is. To, it's it's a thing. Anyway, um, yeah. So so I am. Uh, some call me dictator. Some call me uh, gaffer. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm uh, I have a lot of uh, administrative positions at the club, namely. Uh, self-appointed self-appointed yeah no there's no one i i'm not elected by a board i just i just am i am bomber uh i'm also very humble uh, anyway I, I run the club's finances nick go what happened yeah so by the way i had full backing by the he's good what he's going to tell you about i had full backing full i had full i had carte blanche to do what i wanted to do with the money of our team here i, I there was a unanimous vote taken and this was voted as the the desired, the no, desired so we we action. had we had a nick, team go, budget go. we had excess funds and Sam managed to convince everyone that the yeah I twisted the, everyone's arm that man. the that the Please. best the generous that play with us they loved the they loved it that they, the best way to, to to use our money rather than you know keep it and spend it on the players was to was to smack it all down on a on a bet <laughs> on a bet three six five on a bet three six five saying that Italy would this was the best this sounded like Donald Trump this is the best this is the best U twenty one team U twenty one team I've ever seen. They they've got tremendous players. Uh, we 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 smacked our long story short. We smacked our entire team. Budget and we lost on, all of it on Gigi Di Biagio <laughs> uh, coming in clutch. Hey, listen, they went on a little run. When was it? Was it? It wasn't this, last. This summer. was in June. Yeah, this was June 2017. Uh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernardeschi had a great tournament. But, um, yeah, it was. Right? Pellegrini scored that crazy bicycle kick. That was fun. And that needless was... to say, you 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 blew all our money, which we could have spent on. Uh, on uh, okay. I don't know some oh, some merch beer beer, beer, beer food whatever. that was gone goodies goodies yeah so anyway uh, my 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 track record of of making bets I mean like yeah so maybe it's a good thing I didn't bet on that Petania thing whatever it's it's all good now, all uh, I'm saying is I'm not surprised that my thought uh, yeah thought, thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers out to uh, Andrea Petania hopefully uh, hopefully. Uh, is it, is it is it getting old if I keep referencing San Gennaro? Hopefully San Gennaro can uh, yeah, can uh, can shine the light in you. I don't know. Well, he's here with us, man. He's uh, he's um, he's our, he's the patron saint of this podcast, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Okay, look, we we digress a bit here. Okay. So look, we're just gonna any, any round other games out. You want to talk yeah. about for City? So yeah. I just want to talk about Inter uh, Benevento. Of course um, you do. So Inter beat Benevento two 0 but I want to shout out the, uh, what are they called? The witches, Benevento? Yeah, the le, witches. le streghe. Le streghe, okay. Uh, they, I'm not being biased at all right now. They they should have won. Uh, anyone who watched the game, you know, 
could could tell you that too. Well, I mean, they couldn't score, but no, they couldn't that. score. But like uh, in in terms of like uh, like I guess I guess scoring is a part of a complete game. But I wanted to say is a complete. It's game. probably a reason why they're dead last in City. Yeah, right they, now, unfortunately, whatever. But. They don't have the quality players to score, but like they played they played up to Inter. Uh, I mean, Inter to an extent played down to them too. So I guess it goes both ways. Inter's been playing down to everyone. They've been <laughs> yeah, playing no, the no, no time. shit. So they needed two goals from their center backs to come yeah. through. Andre Aranokia now has a lot, now has more goals than Andre Silva in the league, so, which is a stat that uh, a lot of um, a lot of uh, a lot of Milan fans yeah, on both want, sides of the so aisle. Shout out to Benevento. To but uh, this is a good transition. This game specifically. To uh, what I want to talk about, considering VAR, Brignoli has to um, start, by the way, for uh, Benevento to to, to, to get fuck results Brignoli. against Brignoli. No, maybe they should put him at striker, and he'll start scoring goals. Yeah, he start scoring game, headers. Oh, yeah, I don't know why Brignoli wasn't playing. I was, I was look, losing my mind. But anyway, <laughs> so in this game, um, Danilo Cataldi made a made a pretty good run into the box, and Ranocchia like hacked at his legs, and it was it was it was a foul, and um, you know the Serie A has VAR, and. Yep. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't used. Like, like it didn't even. It, it, not that it went to a VAR review and that the ref said no, it wasn't a penalty. It wasn't even used to that, see. That's the question that we've been asking for a so long time. So why does it exist? Your guess is as good as mine. Here's a here's a thing. Like, man. Have you heard of these things like silent checks before? Have you heard of these things? Yeah. So yeah. okay. So maybe there was. Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. But. How are it, we supposed to know? We don't dis- know. We, we we addressed this in the first pod. We're going to keep addressing this until until the issue gets, I guess, until it becomes a little bit more like why until there's more clarity, and transparency with VAR. If you're not going to use but it, but yeah, you you need we need we need better information. We need better transmission of information toward fans uh, and players because if there was a silent review, okay, fair enough. I don't see how that wouldn't have been. I don't guilty, know. You know, nobody knows. There's listen. I, I have I have a hard time, I have a hard time believe I have a hard time believing that a silent review would have been done there because if anyone with two eyes saw that again, yeah, they would have seen it was a penalty. Come on. Yeah, so look, there's a difference between if they'd used it and didn't call it a penalty. Yeah. That just would have been stupid. It would have been a bad call. The but pro- the fact that you don't even go to it and use it. And same thing in the Napoli game. So so look that would have, for Benevento that would have went they would have went up one nil that could have changed the whole Absolute, game absolutely so yeah, in 100%. in the Napoli game where they they smoked Cagliari five could have nil a crucial point yeah uh, there was another VAR issue where Mertens was literally yanked from behind on his super tight Kappa jersey so you could see when it's being pulled <laughs> off of him those he are, got those are iconic he got stretched like an elastic and uh, while he was shooting and. Uh, so same thing. the The VAR didn't even get used. So obviously that didn't have that much of an. I mean, it didn't have an outcome at all. And the game was five nil. But uh, but it's not fair to the principle. Like the principle is what matters. Here's a here's a thing. Here's a thing. Right, with with controversy in football and referee decisions, we we've always seen. We're used to seeing calls being made or not being made on a weekly basis and debate occurring after, right, for days on end. That's part of what makes sports and football fun, right? Stuff that you could debate about in the, uh, you know, in the aftermath. The thing is, the point of VAR is almost to, it's almost like we have a whole different thing to argue about here now. Instead of arguing about calls and whether or not something was a foul or not, we're arguing over whether or not VAR was used. It's like the, the point of using VAR or having VAR is to kind of eliminate that ambiguity. Exactly. You know, this is this is the sort of shit that would happen all the time. Okay, you know, there was no, there was nothing we could do about it. Obviously, you would you would encourage, you would you would you would you would kind of give refs the benefit of the doubt and hope that they would do the you know 
the best job that they could to to ref as fairly as they as they could based on what they saw. Again, though, with VAR, you have an extra set of eyes. Use it. If not, it's just a bad look. It doesn't look good if you have this if you have this asset that you just don't use. So again, um, I mean, just weird and it, stupid and. You and I and everyone who's been talking about VAR this Why year, is, yeah. I mean, we, we all sound like broken records, but uh, it's all stuff we agree on. It you needs know. to be spoken about. It does. So, yeah, and whatever. And anytime, you know, like, yeah, anytime it happens, right? Let's, we'll continue to address it. So Yeah, we're just going to have to, you just got to hope that, you know, over the, what do you want to call the off season or whatever, the in the summer, yeah, well, so they get someone, there's a plan. There's someone in charge to be like, if there's not already, you know, the head of video officiating, you have to yeah. just have something in place, like a structure, because this is gonna it's be the such World Cup a mess. This summer, man. And yeah, the, 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 can you imagine the if the world, like, the world Cup final I gets, want, like, I don't want to, I don't want to. screwed up because of a missed VAR call? Like, oh, my God. Well, I, I think, I think, I think, honest, I honestly think that if FIFA, maybe this is a bit of an optimistic uh, hope, given uh, given their shady past. But I think, I think if, if FIFA want to be, you know, if they want to have the, if they have the best interest of fans and football as a whole in mind, which, again, I understand in the past, and they may not have necessarily in all instances, but... Um, just given allegations of corruption and stuff, but I think this is some pretty straightforward stuff that we can all agree on that they should be having a talk with the refs saying, hey, listen, uh, these are the standards that we've set up. These are the policies or the or the standards that we've set up for VAR. That's it. They need to come up with their own. They don't even, or maybe maybe do share it with, with the public or don't, I don't know. Because if you do, then maybe, you know, the public can, it becomes like a bureaucratic checklist where people will say, oh, you know, was, was this respected? I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but I think FIFA needs a, FIFA needs a plan. They need to talk to the refs and they need to say, listen, this is when you want to use it, uh, and that, that's it. They, they just they just need a very clear mandate if they are to use it effectively in the World Cup because that would be a mess. And already the Champions League head has said that it's not going to be used next year, so yeah. probably because of, of shit like this. Mm. And it's still going to take. I think it's still going to take a while before this sort of thing comes back to uh, to uh, sorry, not comes back before this thing become becomes mainstream and we have a, a standardized process that works overall. Um, any other games that we want to address here? Maybe just maybe just uh, in the relegation relegation uh, battle. Um, Spal Crotone, that was a tight one. Yeah, the Spal one three two. Uh, you know, not no, you know, so I'm not nothing really, uh, nothing really noteworthy. The more Crotone yeah. lose, the more of a chance Benevento have to catch them. I mean, Bene- Crot- oh, I, I, I still think it's, I, I I don't know, who knows, maybe. Uh, they, they obviously Benevento. The thing with them is they, they 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 did so shitty at the start of the year, and they dug so much of a. I mean, they basically dug their own grave at that point. Yeah. You know, they they were they were they were uh, they were really in a in a tough position to get out of uh, yep. the spot that they were in until like December. But you know, if they can pull off like a Crotone-esque miraculous uh, escape from relegation, it's gonna you know, Crotone are gonna have to lose continue to lose games, and that's two in a row right now that they've lost to direct relegation contenders. So I don't know. Crotone, uh, Crotone definitely ought to shape up if they want to stay in City A this year. They're playing yep. Torino on the weekend. That'll be interesting. Walter Mazzari will have lost two in a row, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. I think. Okay, uh, we'll, let's go. Let's move to the Copa. Let's move to the Copa. Yes. So, so Wednesday, February twenty eighth, we have uh, we have our uh, second legs of this of the semifinals. So yes, sir. First game of the day is Juve Atalanta, as we mentioned before. It's uh, it's in Torino at the Allianz Stadium. Uh, Juve is up one 0 so they have that, that huge uh, away goal. They have that big away goal. 
uh, Iguain Iguain is out. Iguain is out. He is. Uh, is Dybala back? He is. Um, so Atalanta is all in for this, though. Oh, for sure. That, so. That's going to be a great game to watch. Oh, yeah. Um. So that that'll it's be fun. Be a nice little distraction from studying tomorrow. Yeah, and then uh, mom, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> and then uh, Milan Lazio right after uh, at the Olimpico in Rome. So um, it's going to be an interesting game because it's zero zero. So I I think already Milan has the upper hand because every goal he scores is worth more. So uh, that's going to be a really good fun game to watch. Yeah, yeah. Both teams are going to field their strongest lineups, just like Juve and Atalanta. Well, at this point of the competition, you're not there to field, you know, Randall. For sure. So and it's going to be great. Uh, it's it's great that at this stage in the in in the this stage in the season we have such an important game because yeah. obviously every club fun. wants every team every team who's still in the competition wants to wants to win the, the Coppa Italia you know just because you want to win silverware in general if you're if you're Juve you probably want to go for the domestic double again and or treble you know that's obviously optimistic but as long as you're in a competition you may as well go for it so um, no great great stuff it's going to be really exciting um, they're all teams that are in the top eight of um, Serie A right now so four of the top eight teams in the league are are, are still are still in this so well, look, I see. Look, we, both our teams are in this right now. Yes. So maybe we could do some, you know, brief, yeah. one minute keys to the game that we think, you know, okay. can uh, so. can lead to a result. So I'll, I'll start. You go, you go. So I I think that personally, the only two players I'm worried about on Lazio. I know they have they have some quality players, but the only two players I'm worried about are Immobile and Milinkovic Savic. Yeah, Immobile those are the game changers. Immobile so yeah, leading scoring. Yeah. By with, five goals um, over Icardi, who's still injured. So 23 goals. So he, he looks to be running away with that. Those are the two I'm worried about. So for me, the, the key for Milan to win the, the fixture is you, uh, you know, I'm not worried about scoring goals because right now we're scoring goals for fun. It doesn't matter who it's against. So, excuse me. Um, it's going to be about can Bonucci, can Romagnoli, can Donnarumma, can, can everyone stop uh stop uh, immobile from from potting one in from milinkovic savage doing something incredible you know maybe with with a talent like him sometimes some of the goals he scores are not stoppable yeah but that's the key for milan and for lazio it's gonna be uh, it, it's gonna be can you can you contain suzo can you it's it's more about just playing a complete game playing consistent because uh like i like i saw when i watched <clears throat> milan against lazio they didn't play that uh it was it was a very tactical game, you know. Yeah. Simone Inzaghi got it right there, but it's gonna be for Lazio. It's gonna be play the complete game. So, that's those are the keys. Yeah, I think for Juve, what they're what they're gonna want to do is they're gonna want to be focused, and I think that's that that obviously goes without saying. But I think with the because that's been their the, problem this year, right? Yeah. So. But well, what I mean by that is I think with the Tottenham match looming on the horizon and maybe the 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 mess of what happened this past weekend, I think that they just need to make sure that they don't slip up, because. They they simply can't afford to. I think they just need to look to keep a clean sheet, just like they did over uh, over in Bergamo. It's just they're they're the better team. They have the better they have the better players. Even with Iguain out injured, I think we have a little. We, you know, our depth should come to the forefront here. And in competitions like that, that's what you need. You need your maybe you know second. You need some of the some of your rotationary players to come into play, come into the fray, and and uh, do well for you. So I think uh, a big uh, I think a catalyst for this game is going to be Paulo, is going to be Paulo Dybala, who's obviously anything but. A bench player but i think just him being back that can be very important here and he could he could uh he could uh he could he could have a great impact here and uh help us just help us put the game to hopefully put the game to bed early i think if you get one or two goals early then hopefully we could relax and just kind of 
you know play our game because you don't want to be going to extra time or anything in in, in, a, game, in a game like this but again just with everything else we have we just want to get the business done here so keep the focus and do what you have to do but it's going to be a great game yeah great. Atalanta both, are going both to be of up them are it. going to be great games and look um moving on to you know we'll preview preview the next weekend up. Uh, the upcoming weekend, so we're we're getting We've started tomorrow. Fixtures. Right, we're getting we're getting yeah, started yeah, tomorrow with yeah. with two great games, and look, we're lucky because our March break's starting now. Oh, so I, I, this weekend, I'm not doing anything but watching, but watching Calcio. Who, who could but, blame uh, you? Juve Lazio. Juve Lazio is going to be one of the games. That's that's going to be fun. Roma Napoli. Roma Napoli. Derby del Sole. Yeah. Um, so what's what's good about let's just you know stop right there for a second. Yeah. Big games, big oh, big games. I can't wait for that. But look, so so Juve, um, Juve, uh, Lazio. That's that's two against three right there. Yeah, I know Lazio. It's 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 not it, right. It's not a fight for second place right now because no, 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 Napoli no. and Juve, whatever, they're gone. But this is important because uh, Lazio is only one point up on Inter. They're they only are fucking boogie team this year, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, That's the thing. So this is this is big for Juve's title race, and then this is big for Lazio cementing their spot in the in the third place. And and we all know what happened in the uh, Supercoppa final. Uh, Lazio's so been the Juve's pleasure of taking in. Yeah, yeah. and so, the first game of the season that we played against them when we yeah we uh, I believe we drew them or did we lose to them? Jesus, I don't even. I know we dropped points against them, against them, and I know Immobile has been killing us every time he's been playing against us the past couple of years. Playing with a vengeance, you guys let him go. Months. Yeah, you let him go. Um, Napoli Roma is going to be another huge one because Roma are going to be looking to come back and, and bounce back after a couple of shitty results recently, particularly against against Milan in that big one last week. Um, and and Roma, if they're if they are to Lazio beat you guys by the way at the beginning of the season, they did. Yeah, Immobile yeah. To breathe. So so Roma are now in fifth place, and if they're to if they're to keep pace with Inter here, who are one point ahead of them, and stay in the Champions League in the top four spots, they need to beat Napoli. And that's an interesting game because this is massive because there's so much on, there's so much at stake for both teams. That's well, be look, a so much so much game. at stake for both teams, and they're both trending downwards right now. So what? Can... Not, not Napoli. I'm talking about uh, Napoli Roma. Oh, Napoli Roma. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, look. I'm, I meant to. Uh, Inter and Roma, sorry. Yes. I was. <laughs> they're, they're both yeah. trending down. I was. But, I was yeah. jumping ahead of you. I was about to. I had the uh, the Milan derby yeah, in the back yeah. of my head. No. 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 But uh, but so Milan Derby, Inter, and uh, and Milan, obviously. Yeah, get but, into uh, that there. Yeah. yeah. Well, well how, before how before getting into there, what I was gonna say, uh, where I lost track of my uh, train of thought. Got that a little th- This is a good weekend for this is a big weekend for Inter and Roma because they're both trending downwards and uh, they're both playing against teams that are. Well, I mean, Napoli's not trending upwards. They're just on a constant. They're just like a straight line at first place I guess you could say so they and and Milan's obviously trending upwards so it's it's two underperforming teams playing against two you know I guess you could say upward trending teams but uh Nick have a look at the table buddy I'm looking right now Inter at 51 points and Milan are at 44 if Roma dropped points against Napoli right? they had which an 18 they had an 18 point difference which is, which is plausible before. listen listen if if Milan if Milan continue their run and Gattuso can motivate them to get a result against Inter, which, my God, what would that would mean to you guys? Just on the basis that, you know, Inter were uh, Inter Inter started off the season so strong, you guys so poorly. What a you know what a turn of events it, would, it will have been. But and you guys would only be four points back on them. And honestly, the way that both of you guys will have been performing, added into the fact you know added add to that that Inter will have lost in another game and that you guys will have won another game. 
I I don't see any reason why at that point you can't, you guys can't say, hey, you know what? Why aren't we going for Champions League? I, I said massive, that. Massive weekend, I said that. Weekend. I probably think I said that in the first episode. You you thought I was joking. Well, listen. It's I also, not a I joke. Also, I also I also that was also before uh, you guys beat Roma and before. Uh, you know, I right? guess, but that, 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 two weeks ago is not that long ago. But uh, it, it was six points ago. You're, so you're going to tell me that beating Roma and Inter, who are who are just ahead of you in no, the Champions League, no, it's, it's coming at it's coming at the massive per- difference. It's coming at the perfect time. But yeah, uh, that game specifically, uh, I, I'm not sure if he, Icardi's on the verge of coming back. He scored a hat trick against us last time. He pulled off his freaking jersey like Messi. I mean, that pissed me off on his third goal. Um, yeah, I mean if. Hate that guy. Any, anyone who doesn't like it hates, hates, hates Maru Icardi. Hate a couple so of weeks ago, we wished uh, Bledim Jamaili all the best in his divorce proceedings. It looks like we may uh, we may have to uh, do the ciao, same for Maru Icardi. Yeah, ciao Wanda. My God. He tweeted so, that, no? Ciao, ciao, with like a waving emoji. Serves him right. <laughs> what a great friend. Can't go back with Maxi Lopez now? Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> you, you imagine. <laughs> what, a lo- what a loser. But, yeah. So, nonetheless... Fantastic weekend yeah, upcoming. It's, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be big. Cannot wait. Uh, can't wait to talk about the results too. That's gonna be fun. Nick, uh, moving on, moving on from the games that are gonna be coming up. Uh, what did you think about the news? Some news that came out this week that. Uh, just a okay, of, news just a report. Report. Right. Gonna, gonna, you're talking about Erickson. You're talking about Christian Erickson. There's a few things I wanted to get into. That was number one. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Nick. Okay, yeah. so so Christian Eriksen has been tearing it up for Tottenham lately, and is and is a big reason why they are where they are, and why they're so why they've been so competitive in the Premier League the last couple of years, and why they're on the verge of doing something spectacular and knocking out Juve at home next week in the Champions League. Apparently, was it so it has come out this week, uh, was offered to was offered to Milan in 2013 when he joined Spurs. Okay, so, so well, right look. after Bale, right after Bale joined, you know. Uh, I jo- mean, joined yeah. Madrid. Uh, Spurs, Spurs bought him. He came from where? Cash. Ajax. Yes, Ajax. So I don't, I don't think Ajax offered him to Milan. It was more his agent was trying to like facilitate a deal. But uh, regardless, I think how does that one look into I have, in retrospect? <laughs> look, I, I have the article here on on culturalmercato.com English, great website. Yes, but, sir. Um, so, so the Ericsson's, um Ericsson's agent tried to facilitate a deal to this. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm actually pissed, but like I'm laughing because it happened four years ago or five years ago. So he was trying to facilitate a, a deal to Milan for 15 million euros. But instead, I'm not going to ask you as a trivia question because I told you this before we started recording. The Rossoneri decided... Here, this is the quote. The Rossoneri decided to take a punt on Alessandro Matri for, Mitra! for 12, Mitra Matri! Million. 12 million. And the rest is history. <laughs> to try, to, try, to, try to reunite that legendary partnership from back in Calgary when Matri was uh, tearing it up for Max Allegri. We took Matt at least over at least Christian Eriksen. He's got a haul. He's got a haul. At least, at least, at least, maybe, maybe Berlusconi has something to do with that one. What's her name? Uh, uh, Barbara. No, 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 no. What's uh, what's Matri's wife's name? God, I don't what's know. her name? But anyways, no, 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 no. Incredible. This, this is important. Federica, Federica Nardi, Federica Nardi. I think Ber- Ber- I think Silvio's behind that one. That's um, just I'm, man. That's embarrassing. Do you see that Matri. Berlusconi may become prime minister yet again? I think it'll be like his fifth term. <laughs> Election this week. Are you week. surprised? 
Uh, we can't elect. We can't any, elect the president. Soul? We can't elect the president of the federation. We can't can't elect the prime minister of the fucking oh. country. I, I didn't say anything bad about. It. I'm just you know we're keeping it politically neutral here. Yeah. But, but I but I mean just. It's, I meant as in like what a, uh, what, a what a mess. Yeah. I, I'm an Italian citizen, so I I, I voted in the election. Um, that that coming coming up this week. Uh, and I, honestly, I yeah, I, Sam, I don't I, think anyone cares. I, I don't. I'm <laughs> completely honest. You think, I don't think anyone cares. If you think it's, so. if you think Italian, if you think the Italian football federation is a mess, just point. Just, I, I point you to their politics and I say, aha, that that oh, explains that, that explains everything. There are oh, so dear. many parties. The coalitions don't even make sense. My God, yeah. So, yeah. Alessandro Matri instead of Christian Eriksen in retrospect, uh, that one doesn't look too too good on. The <laughs> doesn't look good. <laughs> so, um, speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of Milan, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you could t- kind of tie Ancelotti into Milan, you know, given his his history with them. He's apparently been linked to Arsenal. Yeah, shout what out to what uh, Bardetti, there? big Arsenal fan. Gabriel was speaking to him uh, today about this news. Gabriel Bardetti, stay tuned. He's a buddy of ours. He plays on SSC Bomber. We've known him for a very long time. He's a very passionate man. Guest speaker uh, next week for a big preview. He's going to try to channel his. He's going to try to channel his DT. He's a big <laughs> Arsenal fan, uh, so he's uh, he's going to preview the uh, with Nick the. Uh, the the Milan uh, the Milan Arsenal game in the Europa League that's going to be a big one. But yeah, what we're, both but clubs the reason have been trading, why uh, trading punches on Twitter that's going to yeah, yeah. pump for but that. But the, the reason why we're talking about it is because uh, that means Ancelotti won't go to the to the national team, which is kind of let's see kind let's of see what happens. But I'm just saying like it's something to think about. It's kind the of national saddening. team is a very uh, sad state of affairs right now, and I think we just need to focus on the next round of fixtures. And Di Biagio's the man right now. Uh, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if he fucking got it, like long term. I like Gary Southgate. It's sad. Um, we've already spoken a lot about the national team the last couple of weeks, but so we, we don't want to get into it too too much here. But I mean, there was a there was a report this week that we just can't avoid here. I mean, because it's it's something that's kind of been hanging over uh, Italian football as a whole, I think, because it's affected Juve as well this year. Um, and that's Gianluigi Buffon apparently coming back for a couple of for a couple of matches for the transitional maybe maybe. Phase. Not confirmed. Bet you he's coming back. If he's talking about it, he's he's considering it. And he doesn't want to go out yet. If he if, if Buffon is saying I may come back, it's because he doesn't want that. It's because in his mind, there's no way that he's gonna that he wants his last moment but, in Nazuro in an Azzurro jersey to be. Why? Hang on, hang on, hang on. So he doesn't want his last moment. He obviously doesn't want his last moment in the Azzurri jersey to have been that shit show against. Sweden. But what, what is he? He wants it to be in a friendly against uh, Faroe Islands. I don't know what the hell they're playing. Like uh, England, England, and Ar- England, and Argentina. I know. I'm not which... talking about these next two. I'm just like uh, I'm just making up some stupidity. Okay, country, so but like, so, but why? What, what going out like that compared to losing against Sweden? So, like so Nick and I, yeah, I, Nick and I spoke about on. this this week when the report came out, and. Uh, he, Nick, you didn't hold back. You uh, you said that it pisses you off, and there's no I reason feel like, for him to come back. Okay, so so Buffon may now be, and this is this is something that's been going on for like two years now, uh, that he's been flirting with the idea of retirement. And obviously, he was supposed to have a fairy tale ending with the Azzurri uh, at the World Cup this summer. Uh, we're, we don't we don't talk about that anymore. Obviously, that's not happening. Forget about that. But I mean, now apparently, he's. Like, I don't know, when he, when he said that he may retire this year, it was kind of like contingent on Juve winning the Champions League because if we were to win it in theory, which again, is we're a long way from doing right now, but if we were to in theory win, uh, he would then want to probably go for the uh, Club World Cup because it's something that he hasn't won yet and it will basically be the last thing that he will not have won save for like the Europa League, which, you know, who gives a shit? It's like a secondary 
secondary tournament anyway. Yep. So I think he, he probably would he probably would have been willing to like stay on anyway next year. Maybe kind of as like a, as a second stringer to go for the, the Club World Cup. Having said that, so this isn't it's not that shocking that this week he's kind of come out and said, or the past couple of weeks, you know, reports have been coming out that he may actually stay on at UEFA for another year. And here's where it gets a little bit awkward, right? Because I think he's still wonderful. He's still a great goalkeeper, and the the presence that he obviously has in the in the room is 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 second to none. And just for everything that he's done for the game of football, for Italy, for Juve. He deserves to basically go out when he wants because he's. it's not like he's so shit that he can't play anymore. He can still get a game in. I think he's he's kind of prepared to accept the fact that he may not necessarily be a starter week in, week out, but it gets a little bit... It's getting a little bit weird now because I don't want to say that he's becoming a burden. God, I would never say that, but... but, but you know what I mean? I, I think he's... It's getting to a point where... It's kind of universally acknowledged that he's not the guy that he once was. And because of that, obviously, you know, we're in the twi- to say that, that he's in the twilight of his career is an understatement now. It's, we're not exactly sure whether or not we're not exactly sure whether or not he's going to stay for another year. Now, I don't know. I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of questions to be answered now because I, I'm, I'm really conflicted over this. Yeah, look, I'm with Juve, that's one thing. I'm with the national team, it. though, that's another thing altogether. Because, again, hang on. Yeah, because with, with the national team, you play, what, two games in a week? You know, so it's like to, to rotate a goalkeeper for something of that. It's stupid. You know, it if it's no at benefit. least at Juve, he has, he has a bit of a purpose still. But for, for the national team, if it's, if it's for like a couple of rounds of fixtures, like we don't see him again after June, you know what? Not that I want him out, but... I think you no, need look, to start. Here. You need to move on. Now. Let me. Let me. So look, a lot of people. Game, are, games, a lot of people are not gonna. A lot of people are not gonna like what I have to say because it's probably not a popular opinion. Look, I, I love Buffon. Okay, like that goes without saying. You don't no, even have to open with that. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I don't. But I feel like I do because some people are just gonna rage. Like I have nothing wrong with Buffon. Like at all. Like I love the guy. Yeah, you're right. He still could play to an extent, but there is. You are. You're blind and. And biased to the whole situation, if you cannot admit that he has lost his step, and he has lost a step. Of course, he's he has. He's thirty-nine. He, no, he's right? not he's lost 40, everything. Forty. 40. Right. Of course, he's lost a step. If you say he hasn't, you're blind. He ha- he has lost a step, and we've seen it a few times. I want to like, I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to point out specifics because it's just petty and it's stupid. Anyone can point out mistakes at anyone's Are game. You're going to talk about the Ericsson goal in the Champions League. Uh, anything, but yeah. like, he has lost a step. Okay. Okay. So that's mm. that's that's number one. This is a fact. Second thing that you just brought up, they're gonna be playing two, three games. What what use does what use is him being there starting a game for? He's not gonna be there. I'd in argue June. that they're friendlies, so maybe that's why you do it. And then come September, if he's still playing with you, but if he has not retired, then he kind of says, okay. Okay, Fair, but farewell, Juve, farewell. Fine. I'm not farewell. talking about that. Yeah, but though. hang on. If he com- if he comes back with Juve next year, so if he's still an active player, I think in come September when the next competitive fixtures come, right, which will be the first competitive fixtures in basically a year, he says, okay, farewell. I'm not. Play- he doesn't play those. Like as long as his last international game is this year, you know what? I don't have an issue with it. And I don't really have any moral qualms about it. I- but like, you know what? But- Actually, even before saying he lost the step, just going forward, 
he's not gonna be at at any that's professional thing. that's the thing that's th- the whatever thing. i don't care that he lost the step because here's the thing if you remove buffon from the situation you put his exact skills in like a 24 year old goalkeeper you look at him and say good guy okay yeah good goalkeeper you know he's, but he's not gonna be at any competitive still has good reflexes. Next two, four. exactly i think that's he's not thing. at the euro we compare him to his past self but if we compare him to this to the baseline of goalkeepers he's still objectively of good course. enough to play at that level the thing is it's 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 the going forward thing. It's you need to develop. Yeah. So he's uh, not gonna be there in the Euro in the Euro qualifier. The I mean the yeah, he's not gonna be there for the next World Cup qualifiers. He's, he's not gonna guy, be there though. for the Euro. He's a great guy. I'm sure he's, he is. He's okay, but why can't he's you? He's not. He's not blind. I don't think he wants to be a burden. I think he he, he probably he's not he's not he's not he's not a selfish player. He's always said maybe. Maybe you know you say that, but then in practice, it's easy to kind of say, "Oh, well, you know, I want to go out on it with you know on a high." I think you give it to him. You let him play. Okay, his but get him, get him to come on the bench to like uh, no. not not in uniform. You get, you get him to you get him to play a friendly or two, no, and you don't I see him beyond. I disagree. I think, I listen, disagree. if he's flirting with the idea, you just I do disagree. it. I don't say. Listen, if he's flirting with the idea, what are you gonna do? Tell him no. If he wants to play at this point, he has a right to. He has to say, yes, I'm available for selection. Then DiBiagio has to select him. Okay? We don't want another, like, Totti at Roma situation. No, I, of course. I, I know. I, I'm. So, of course you have to select. I'm talking about, like, him. Like, I don't know why he, he wants to two, come back. And that's it. It's, this is really ironic because last week we were talking about, you know, do you go with Donnarumma or do you go to Perin, who's, by all accounts, had a better season recently or has been playing Love better lately. Now you have this whole other dimension thrown into thrown into the mix. We, I will say this. We are very lucky to have a lot of elite goalkeepers. This despite the fact that our national team is in shambles right now overall. I still think that we... You know, I, I, I've said before and will maintain that we have a lot of potential just based on the players that we have available for selection. Um, I don't... What really pissed me off this week, to be honest, was that I heard that like Chiellini maybe getting convinced to come out of no, retirement too. God, no. That is just... You know, for the same... Kind of for the same reason. Objectively, he has something he can offer right now. He's a great fucking player. But... We don't need to. Forward, we don't need to forward. win friendly games. We need to that's see a, who's a, that's, gonna that's be available. Thing. That's the thing. I think once September comes, right, and the qualification games start again, there's gonna be so many opportunities to talk about this going forward. Obviously, this is something that really bothers both of us because we've continually spoken about it on three episodes now. But I think, and you, you know, it isn't necessarily something that we plan on doing. But again, this is something that came out this week, right? These are reports that are coming out uh, on, on a weekly basis now. So. You know, we don't need to see forgive Chiellini, us for, for addressing uh, them, but defending but Danny Welbeck in a fucking okay, just, friendly. Just, just forget bro, it. Like, just hang on a sec. I agree with you. Here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If the argument is going to be because the, the argument I've heard that guy Welbs, Bardetti, 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 Bardetti. By the way, uh, if you're listening, Bardetti, uh, who's going to be who's going to be joining us next week, actually put money. He put this guy actually put money on Danny Welbeck scoring a goal in the Europa League. <laughs> Oh man, shout he's out, gonna. You're out. gonna have to eat your buddy, your bro. You're gonna have to explain that one to us when you come on next week. Okay, but just to wrap up, I think so. An argument, uh, an argument for the case of bringing on like a Kellini right now, in addition to Buffon, is that all? You know, he can help out the young players. How? Romagnoli, Rugani, Caldara—they all played with this guy. I don't know about Caldara, but you know, oh, fuck. Rugani has played with this guy for like three years now at Juve. Romagnoli's been in the fray of the national team for like two years. They fuck it. They they know Kellini. Okay, Kellini doesn't need to offer us anything. He can get, he can offer moral support. Maybe you know what? I actually like the idea of them coming behind the bench, not playing. Yeah, but that's I don't what I'm saying. because because once September comes, once September comes, you don't want to have guys who are not going to be in contention for the final squad of the Euro, trying to qualify us for the Euro. That's you know if if they're older guys who are going to retire, I don't think that makes sense. Forget about it. 
Okay, look. So whatever. We're we're I, kind I of on the we're kind of on the same page. It's what? it's, it's just we could go on. A really so we can go on for we can whatever. go on for hours. So we're not even. What's the point? We've already done Stones of the Week. So uh, yeah, that's I mean, it, man. Uh, thank, thanks, Atalanta fans, again for, uh, for that's uh, it, Sam. That, that great. Uh, it's episode three in the books, right there. Yeah, that's it. Just quick little uh, good stuff, man. Quick little shout out to uh, Jeffrey Kondogbia for uh, for. <laughs> For, for ripping Inter, if you uh, have him on the pod, yeah, this is this, is, yeah, this is a nice little, nice little way to close the episode. A uh, nice little screw you to Inter. Uh, Jeffrey Condogbia this week came out and said, and "This is where we'd like to end this." I would buy, I would pay my own buyout clause if I don't have to go back to that shit show at Inter Milan. And with that, <laughs> new favorite player. And with that. We uh, we we uh, we thank we, you for we anxious we anxiously look forward to the Derby de la Madonina. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Get we out of us the, on Twitter. Yeah. At Calcio Podcast. We appreciate the continued support. And uh, in a week's time, you can expect to see us coming up on iTunes. So definitely keep coming at us, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be coming at you. We'll be posting good stuff in the next week, and we uh, look forward uh, we look forward to uh, this weekend, and we look forward to. Stavo col libanese quando sotto casa gli hanno sparato Ma quanta violenza che passa in tele Però meglio in tele che dentro casa Frate lavoravo in un ufficio Giuro stavo diventando pazzo Ci pagava ma la pena l'affitto In Italia non funziona un cazzo Sognavo nella tasca i contanti Ho vomitato le rime più crude Che brutta vita fanno i cantanti A 15 anni oggi tutti youtuber E questo è il ricambio Come toglie